Do you consider Jesus to be a controversial, divisive figure? There's a man by the name of Dan Stevenson who lives out in Oakland, California, who does. See, Dan Stevenson was looking for a way to clean up his neighborhood a little bit. No matter what he tried, no matter how many times he called the city to complain, he couldn't get people to stop piling up their bags of trash on the side of the street right by his house. And so Dan Stevenson decided that right in that very spot, he was going to set up a statue of Buddha. What makes that story so interesting, at least to me, is not that Dan Stevenson's idea actually worked, although it did. It's what Dan Stevenson told reporters when he was asked about it. They asked him, why Buddha? And he said, Buddha is safe. Buddha is neutral. He said, someone like Jesus might be considered to be controversial, but I figured Buddha wasn't going to be a source of too much contention. It might upset us a little bit to hear someone say something like that about Jesus, but really, when we think about it, it shouldn't. In fact, anytime anyone makes a statement that does more than just share an opinion or their own personal advice, anytime someone makes a claim on the reality of things, that statement is going to cause division. We might think of a few very simple examples. Consider statements like, the earth is round, or Elvis is dead, or 50 years ago, America put a man on the moon. None of those three statements is super controversial, and yet, as you maybe know, there are still people who deny them. And so each of those three statements causes division. Well, in the very same way, if our religion is nothing more than a bunch of opinions or advice, then it very much can stay neutral. People can take it or leave it. But if our religion makes claims on reality, claims about who we are, for example, and where we came from and why we're here, claims about God and who he is and what he expects out of us, what he will do to us if we don't live up to his expectations, if our religion makes those claims on reality, then by nature they are going to cause division. And so, do you know who else considered Jesus to be a divisive figure? Jesus did. In fact, one time he said this. He said, Do you think that I have come to bring peace on earth? No, I tell you, but division. It might still surprise us to hear Jesus say something like that. In fact, maybe you're aware that Jesus said, a lot of things that we might find a little bit surprising. This week, I want to spend some time with you talking about some of these shocking sound bites that came from our Savior Jesus. In each case, we'll see that each one of them makes a claim on reality and therefore, to some extent, is going to cause division. But before we talk about anything Jesus said that causes division, it's probably good to start with what Jesus did to cause division. In fact, when he made that statement that he just read, that was what he was talking about. In the very same breath, he said, I have a baptism to undergo, and what constraint I am under until it is completed. Jesus is describing there God's anger and his punishment against sin, anger and punishment that we, of course, deserve. He's describing it almost as if it's this strong, powerful current of water that if left to ourselves would just sweep us away from God forever. He's saying that he came into this world to stand in front of that current, to be baptized, so to speak, by God's anger and his punishment. Why, of course, so that we wouldn't have to be. If we're going to talk about the division that Jesus causes, that's definitely the place to start. 
Jesus came to rescue us from the wrath and the punishment that we deserve because of our sin. Jesus came to divide us from what we deserve. And thank goodness he did because by dividing us from that, he has also united us to our God. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, we thank you for dividing us from the punishment we deserve for our sin by being baptized by it yourself. Give us opportunities to share this good news so that many more would be united to God. Amen. Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoy this podcast but want to go even deeper in your faith, I want to invite you to check out all the great content that we put out here at Time of Grace. Um, The easiest way for you to do that, and the way that I personally do that, is by signing up for the Time of Grace email. I might be biased, (laughs) but I think the Time of Grace team does a great job putting all into one email, a written devotion, a video devotion, a blog post, podcasting options. It's the way that I love to start my day. And if you want to go deeper with Jesus, it's a great way to start yours too. Just look for the link in the episode notes to sign up. And thanks for your support.